When you're rich like this, you don't check the forecast, every day it's gon' rain. Yeah, made a brick do a brick, I ain't whip up shit, this pure cocaine. Yeah, from the streets, but I got a little sense, but I had to go coop, no brain. Coop, no brain, I ain't worried about you, I'ma do what I do, and I do my thing. My thing. Bought a brand new shoes, told her kick rocks, don't stand too close, diamonds. Kickbox ain't red, mean go, so I don't stop. I know they was they can catch me, but keep wishing you think I didn't turn into a fiend. Hello, everyone. Welcome into season five of the Gritty Sports Podcast. The crew is back after departing to Buffalo and John uh, holding down the fort back here at home, going to a playoff game. And we all got together, and we're here to do the thing for you that we like to do. <laughs> that, the thing is not podcasting, I promise. <laughs> do the damn thing. And before we get started, I don't think we've had my wonderings for a while. Yeah, I haven't heard a story. We haven't had a story in this season, and I got a two-parter today. Because today was a doozy. <laughs> Alright, so I go... First of all, I missed my previous appointment with Mrs. Culp to get my hair cut today. Mm-hmm. Because I was doing stuff for work. Uh, so I rescheduled for five. And on my way there, I was deep in thought when I noticed a mom driving a John Deere... With a sleeping baby in there. <laughs> and I wondered to myself... That's how country music artists are born. Yeah. <laughs> but I also wondered to myself, how in the world did the baby go out there to be put to sleep with a tractor? Yeah, and the, the second part is, is what other sounds are, is the baby hearing <laughs> where a lawnmower is a soothing sound? I, I could see the, the vibrations being good. And like I like to sleep with a fan on. Maybe the baby is hearing impaired. And the tractor is the only thing loud enough to simulate a fan to or, get to sleep. To your other point, maybe the baby hears the dad and mom beating each other all the time. Oh, that's true. The it dr- drowns it out. Like the beating tractor. cheeks? No, like oh. fighting. Oh. Well, that's, right. that's a very dark outcome to my story. <laughs> you never know, man. All, that's just, you know, I was sitting there wondering, and I was like, you know, that Or baby, beating cheeks. That, I didn't do that, that too. That baby's going to grow up with bad reinforcement now, because every time he wants to go to sleep, he's going to have to drive a tractor, and <laughs> he's going to be on a tractor sleeping. Yeah, because, like, Chris can't sleep without a TV on. Yeah. It's and basically I, the same thing. I can't sleep with the TV on. I yeah. It's just, it's something you don't often mm-hmm. see, so I had to take note of that. And then the second part was is hair salons are a world onto their own with the dynamic of those places. Mm-hmm. The got, hierarchy. You got old ladies sitting back, you know, talking about how things should be. You got the moms like Mrs. Culp and a couple other moms, and they're talking about TLZ or TLC, <laughs> you know, uh, the sister wives is what they were of talking course. about today. And uh, a couple of other, it was like 90-day proposal. So I've learned everything I need to know about reality TV it's a whole different world in there, and I also know pretty much everything about everyone's husbands in Stevenson. Yes, it's me too. So I don't know a Mr. Burke, but I do now. Is he is he not laying the wood as well as he, he should be? He is not tolerant of this ma'am's TV watching habits. Oh, He's in the well, doghouse. But sometimes she watches shitty TV shows. Yeah, she does, and he was being a normal man, but in yeah. that environment, you know, I'm just sitting there taking it all in. Mm-hmm. She's like. Yeah, I wanted him to watch this show on TLC with me, and he just came in and shook his head and went to bed. Well, that's what I'd rather like, do. It's like, yep, I was going to say And then the sister wives thing sparked a whole monogamy, polygamy oh, argument, nice. which was uh, very interesting. What could she do least. to make him watch the, the TV show, though? I don't know. They didn't really have any suggestions. What, they would, were just you, like, what would make you watch, watch the TV that. show? I mean, probably a blowjob. <laughs> That'd be pretty simple. <laughs> well, I was getting there. Right, yeah. Thank you. 
But I don't, I don't think, like, women over the age of 40 give blowjobs. Isn't that, like, a scientific fact? Or we just know. don't want to think about it. I don't know. I assume people that old don't do anything. I feel like they're all just too tired all the time. That would make sense. Because me now, I'm too tired all think the time. About, think about, like, any time you've seen your parents sit down for more than 10 minutes. They just fall asleep. Yeah, throw me a That's true. Their head's mm-hmm. nod. Yesterday, Mike and I played golf, and it, we got home at, like, 6.30. He ate dinner. And he sat down on the couch, and I came up at, like, 2 in the morning. He was still sitting on the couch. <laughs> he didn't move for, like, 8 hours. So that is, that's probably very accurate. But that's my, that's my little story for today to get us kicked off. Don't let that blind you from this Tampa Bay Lightning discussion we're about to have here. Uh, I just wrote in bold letters, Tampa Bay what? Seriously, what? Tampa Bay what? I didn't watch a lot of well, like I watched them, but I didn't, you know, have comprehend. any. Yeah, I didn't comprehend because I was really drunk at Buffalo the entire time these games were going on. But Columbus sweeps the Lightning, and this has only happened five times where an eight has swept a one, and the previous four that team actually won the Stanley Cup. So put in your bets on the Columbus Blue Jackets if you're feeling so entitled. I will not. Uh, but yeah, it's just. It's kind of a shocking thing. I don't think it's really set in for me that it happened because I didn't watch it happen myself. And from what I've seen in the Tampa Bay media, it's a lot of confused anger. Everyone's very confused as to what happened and how they can fix it. Yeah, I saw uh, some like Tampa Bay fans tweeting about uh, how like their coach just got the extension right at the end of the season. Yeah. And now they're like, fire him now? Yeah. <laughs> like They don't even know how to feel. At all. They don't know how to comprehend these emotions. But I will, uh, I have to give a shout out to Tyler and Will for saying that the Lightning were soft. Well, Tyler they said, said it, it a because long of time hatred. ago. Will, and Will, Will, yeah, they both were But they were right. They were, they were right, but it was an emotional I prediction. Know. I give them less credit. I, I mean, Tyler's credit. not going to say anything good about the Lightning. I know, that's true. But I give them credit. What did you think, John? Did I, I didn't. I didn't get to watch a single game of that oh. series. Well, you didn't miss anything because the one team won all the games. Now it's over. And I don't like the Lightning. <laughs> and so. like, the thing I keep coming back to with Tampa Bay is like, they fucked it up so bad. But roster wise, where do they even go from here? Because they have all the pieces, you know. Yeah. They have a Norris Trophy defenseman. They have an MVP player in Kucherov. They have a past Rocket Richard winner in Stamkos. And they have someone who was up for the Vesna with but Vasilevsky. Like, like what, what do you do? Yeah. Put, put, like, second liners on the fourth line. Just don't even have a fourth line anymore. The, the only thing I can think of talent. is, is pick up, <laughs> just start picking up free agents that have won yeah. cups. That's the only thing I could, I could think of. Because other than that, top to bottom, they're the best team mm. on paper. They'll probably go after Justin Williams next. <laughs> yeah, go after That's Justin Williams. Maybe a couple of, uh, like, caps on expiring contracts. Haglin. Yeah. Haglin would probably be a good fit. He'd be yeah. cheap, too. He's a, he's a rental this year, right? Yeah. yeah. Most so people was, are rentals so was, uh, at the trade deadline. The other guy we've got, but we re-signed him, Hanson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we re-signed him. So, yeah, I, I don't know where to go from here, Tampa. Um... I'm very confused. Yeah. One thing I had about this game was it kind of reminded me of the soft 09-10 President's Trophy caps with uh, Mike Green playing whatever you want to call that defense where he falls over the fucking blue line every time. 
and Alexander Semen did not play any defense at all. Forgot about Mike. Yeah, Jeff Schultz, terrible defender. Just like had two left feet. I, I was so glad to see Jeff Schultz and Mike Green be out of Capital Sweaters. So it, it kind of reminded me of those teams, but they didn't have like the liabilities like Mike Green and Jeff Schultz, I would say, on their roster. So it's not like those are very obvious uh, fixes like the Caps had, but uh, man, that was just the only like kind of thing I've seen in a recent history where a team that dominant in the regular season just shit the bed. They, yeah. But the but the that Capitals team I think went to at least like the quarterfinals. They only the Lightning only lost four games max in one month. All the other yeah. months they lost less than four games per month. And they lost four so in like just, seven days. They lost four over the course of like eight days. Mm. It's just ridiculous stuff. And moving through that, some subsection of news um, thankfully, the Penguins also got swept, and the national media kind of brushed over it. The local communities of Pittsburgh and Washington noticed it a lot, mm-hmm. given what I've seen on Twitter. Um, and Barry Trotz is now the Penguin Killer. No. <laughs> you saw me tweet about I know. That. It's just like, people... Like, people love to make their own narratives, especially when it just now happens. And I saw a really funny argument in the threads under that post. The guy was just like, you know, what about, like, the three or four years before that? And the guy was just like, well, let's imagine there's a two-year-old baby and he doesn't know anything different <laughs> about Trotz not being a Pence killer. So I, find, I found that pretty funny. But, you know, other than, you know, the Barry Trotz trolling aside, I didn't watch... Uh, Pun intended, he kind of looks like a troll. Yeah, he does. He, does. he is a troll baby. Um, I didn't watch game three. I was on the road. Game two was the most drunk I was in Buffalo, and my godfather was there, so I talked a lot to him, so I missed a lot of that game. Uh, So I watched game one, and I watched game four. Uh, Just my cliff notes quickly about this series, and we can get to the ones that are actually still happening. But Murray was just okay, in my opinion. I think he could have been better. The Fords didn't back-check enough. They didn't play enough defense to help out the pairings in the back. And the bottom six was basically irrelevant for us. The captain didn't play too hot either. Yeah, Sidney Crosby at minus four. One point the whole Sheesh. four games. Sheesh. And, like, and this happens from time to time, which is why <laughs> the bottom six, you know, not doing anything but was Bechkin such a is big in his, deal. like, 126 playoff game, and he has 126 points. Whatever it is, however many games he's played is how many points he has. Is all I'm well, saying. I don't have Crosby's numbers in front of me. I don't either. He's over a point per game. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. 164, 186. That's what it is, yeah. So, I mean, when we play teams like this, and I didn't write any notes about it, but when the Penguins play teams with defensive structure and teams that play opportunistic offense, they struggle because they get frustrated. When you got a guy like Malkin, who every time he has the puck, he's being double teamed, he starts to get upset. And a lot of those series that I look back to that remind me of this one was the Bruins series in 2013. Uh, We got swept in the Eastern Conference Finals. And the Bruins are another team that's very cohesive, and they play together because they don't have any star players. Mm -hmm. They have a couple of good guys now, but back then they didn't have a lot of talent. And back in 2017, when we were at Virginia Beach, when the Pens were playing the Senators, Mm -hmm. that was a very similar series to this, even though the Penguins got through it. They struggle to play teams with a defensive identity. And we also go on vacations during the hockey playoffs a lot, apparently. We do. <laughs> Not this year, though. We already did, though. 
Oh, that's true. Because Buffalo. Guess, yeah, Buffalo. Already it was crossed like, it all. It was a cold vacation. It was a cold vacation. It was cold there? It was very cold. Yeah. It snowed the day after we left and was like 34. Jesus. You know, it sleeted while we were there, It was there like too. 80 here. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah, but it was it, it was, was pretty it was shitty cool. coming home, too, because it yeah. rained the whole way from West Virginia. Did you drive? Yeah, I drove. Not having cruise control is a bigger deal than you would think. Is on that a, part on a six-hour drive. On, well, we drove Tyler's. Tyler's car. Oh, why? I don't know. The, I didn't want to put more miles on my car, and Ryan's has poor gas mileage. Yeah. So we took Tyler's. Does car. Tyler have a newer vehicle? Yeah, it has a 2018. It has, like, Bluetooth and a touchscreen, but doesn't have cruise yeah, control. Tyler bought a bare-bones vehicle. What the hell is this Which is why he got a new car at under 20 grand. <laughs> what is it? It's a Chevy Cruze. Yeah. It doesn't have cruise control? No. What the fuck? It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's pretty embarrassing, actually. That's yeah. kind of the dumbest shit I've ever embarrassed. So if you're listening to this podcast, tweet at Tyler about his car and why at, is it not have cruise Tyler control? At TylerNull21. <laughs> and always make sure when you go on test drives to check for cruise control, because apparently... It's not three that has cruise not. control. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just ridiculous. But getting back... Um, We'll move on now to the Caps and the Hurricanes, which is happening live. I don't know what the score Hurricanes is, but I know it's one scored. to one. Hurricanes just scored. Okay, so it's two to one now. With Twenty seconds. To That's go. a two-one series. Uh, the Caps took it at home, and like you say in the Stanley Cup playoffs, you're never in trouble until you lose at home. The Hurricanes win Game Three at home. They're winning right now, so you know there's still a lot up in the air because nothing's happened yet, but. The Hurricanes really put down a stamp in Game 3 because they could have very well have laid down and died because they have a very young team. I wish they would have. Yeah, especially <laughs> uh, like with the them coming back to Carolina and they wanted to set the tempo early. And yeah. well, uh, I think we have it in the gritty finish with, of course, Ovechkin uh, in the, Beating the No, we, we have it right here. Oh, we have it right yeah. here? Okay. We're talking so, about the series. Yeah, so well. the Ovechkin fight and the first five minutes of that game – we were just buzzing around, and I thought we were going to really yeah, stick it to them, take the crowd out early. Uh, I think we had an early power play in the first couple of minutes as well. We've been and very bad on the power we've play. We've been terrible on the power play. We scored tonight on the power play of Vetchin I think that was the, from the office. But I know that when I went to the game, they didn't score. They had four chances. Yeah, over. yeah we, we've had a lot of power play chances and not been able to uh, come, uh, come through on hardly any of them. So that has got to change if we're going to win this series, yeah. especially uh, you got to get the power play going at home, keep the fans into it, because seeing the power play diminish off the clock, that just it's a complete momentum swing whenever you can't convert, and I feel like we're, we had a we're really hurting three. ourselves that way. Yeah. Game one, I think, and didn't get anything out of it. And that just shows, and I know that TJ Oshie got bumped to the first line today. Yeah, they were shifting a lot of things around. I don't, like how, I don't know if I like how he does that. Yeah, so. I thought it was a little overreaction. Uh, yeah. I, I think that, that coach is a fucking idiot, but it's for another Rearing. time. I think he's so stupid. I was team Blaine Forsythe to get the job. Me too. I think whatever. Todd Reardon is a jackass. He looks like a nerd. Oh, he gets on my nerves he so much. He does look like a nerd. Didn't we talk about in Buffalo about him being really ugly? Probably. We were talking about him being ugly and that we wouldn't kiss him. Yeah, I think we also said that he looks like he should just wear dad sweaters at all yeah. times. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, 2-1 after 2. Um, we don't have the update, so if you're listening to this live, we won't spoil the end of the game of the Caps because we'll be done before that's done. <laughs> um Moving on to the Boston and Toronto series. It got evened up yesterday. Uh, two goals from the Pasta Man, number 88, for the Bruins. Um, I, my take on this series is that the Leafs 
we're pretty lucky to get two wins. I think Boston's been kind of sleeping around through yeah. the beginning of the series. I think Boston wins the next two, and they end up winning. But with that being said, uh, Mitch Marner and Morgan Riley for the Maple Leafs have been phenomenal, um, and they've been cashing my pockets in DFS for <laughs> DraftKings as well. But the future is very bright with the Maple Leafs. They struggled, I think, cohesively this year, bringing in Tavares. I think they have too much star power to an extent. Which in hockey is obviously a thing because you saw what happened to the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think another year they might be good to go. And Mike Babcock is one of the best coaches in hockey. Uh, so, but I think the Bruins win in six. Yeah, I agree. I have the Bruins in this series as well. Uh, the Maple Leafs came out firing in the first game, but other than that, it's been pretty even. Uh, but definitely tilting towards the Bruins side of the ice. So. Pretty God, they don't win. Yeah, I, just want to I, I would rather have them not win, and especially yeah. since they have Game Five and uh, Game Seven coming up in Boston, that yeah, definitely yeah. tilts it in their favor. I, don't want, I want Tyler to be a miserable. <laughs> and then, of course, the Bruins will get the Blue Jackets if they do win, which is much nicer than playing the Lightning. Yeah, but is it? I think so. I think no, honestly, like I feel like. Because I, I watched the Blue Jackets so much this year because they're in the Metropolitan. You know, the Penguins played them four times. And every time we played them, like, they limped into the playoffs. They made a ton of deadline moves. So maybe it just took until, like, game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs for them to gel. <laughs> but I just, I'm not a believer in the hurt, or in the Blue Jackets. Yeah, I'm not really either. I, I was not phased by their sweep moving forward. I think Boston takes them. That would piss me off. Well, yeah, they get a nice easy run of it. Mm-hmm. It's very annoying. But Tyler and I's uh, $100 bet got voided, though, because it was Lightning versus Bruins if it did happen, so that mm-hmm. may have been good for me. True. <laughs> Save um, 100 bucks. Yeah, so that's that's the update in the East so far. Um, we'll go down to the West now, and there's trouble for another number one seed out West. The Flames are down 3-1 to one right now to the Colorado Avalanche. McKinnon and Miko Rantanen both have three goals apiece through four games. They have been amazing. Tyson Berry is averaging over 25 minutes. And uh, this little baby boy named Kale McCarr, who we watched in the Frozen Four, in the flesh, flew down to Colorado and played two days later. He goes from Hobie Baker winner to a Stanley Cup goal scorer in 48 hours. He actually did not fly into Colorado. He did flew you know? to Toronto. Yeah. His flight, something got messed up with his flight, and he had to fly to Toronto, and then him and his family drove down together from Toronto to Denver to play, and his next and his game was, like, the next day after yep. he got out of the car. And he was manning the second power play in his first practice. And he got a goal. And he got a goal on his first uh, first period. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his first shift. I think it was, like, his third. But, yeah, he scores. He's flying around out there just like the rest of the team. The Avalanche, now that the Penguins are out, I'm very interested with the Avalanche. Very intriguing. I haven't watched a single West Coast hockey game. I'd go to bed way too early. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of the late slates as well, but Kale McCarr has been awesome. Fans in Colorado are bringing heads of Kale into the arena now, and they're, like, shaking them around. So there's, like, Kale everywhere. It's beautiful. (laughs) It is beautiful. And it's, like, very supportive of good health and, like, positive eating habits and stuff. Very true. If you get, instead of stress eating, you literally already have Kale in your hand. So you don't go for the popcorn stand out front, and you just, you already have the Kale. Colorado's always ahead of the times with vegetables, it seems like. 
cough, cough, legal weed. Legal weeds. Yes. <laughs> legal weeds. But yeah, Kale McCarr has been awesome. JT Kemper has also been awesome. He was another college call-up for the uh, Avalanche. And that's all I have to ask. Was he a bulldog? No. Damn. I don't... There must be at least one bulldog. There's got to the be. Call up, There's got to be. I haven't seen it. Should, any. They, it should be their goalie. Their goalie should just immediately go and good. start for a playoff team. <laughs> yeah, the Avs are up three to one. The Flames don't have an answer for the McKinnon, Rantanen, and uh, Landeskog line right now. They have just been all over the ice. McKinnon is starting to look otherworldly. Like, you know, <laughs> you and me, are, uh, my bulldogs championship yep. shirt. Yeah, so does Duluth. In case anyone hasn't heard, we're all big Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs. Yep. We, uh, since we don't have huge ties to college hockey, John, we all determined whoever won the Frozen Four this year would be our favorite team now. The Duluths. Yep, the Minnesota what? Duluth Bulldogs. I can yep. get behind it. They're a, a branch campus of the University of Minnesota. There's probably like 10,000 kids that go there. So, that. by extension, we're also Golden Gopher fans yeah. now as well. Oh, big Gopher guy. Their jerseys are fire. They're kind of like Redskin colors, too, so I feel like if we got right. some, we could wear them to the Redskins games, and people would be like, whoa. Is that a, what kind a, of Redskins is that a, is that a Clinton Portis hockey jersey? Yes, we have, <laughs> we have the plug. All right, so moving on from our newfound fandom... We have the Sharks and the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights, again, doing their thing early in the playoffs. They have reloaded a little since last year, though. They have a kind of a different-looking team. Fleury is still playing well. Um, but Max Pacioretty, who was pretty much thought to be done, he was the captain of the Canadians since I basically started watching hockey. Um, but he's come into this playoff series. He's got 10 points through four games. He's on fire. Mark Stone, who was dealt from the Ottawa Senators to the Golden Knights at the trade deadline, he has 10 points, and they're both tied and leading in points in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Mark Stone also up for the Selkie Award. He's been fantastic. Vegas is looking like a wagon again, boys. A wagon. I agree, but the only thing I really care about with this series so far is uh, have you seen the Twitter beef between Evander Kane and Ryan Reeves? Yes. <laughs> uh, Ryan Reeves changed his Twitter profile picture to uh, Muffin Man. <laughs> and it's like a black chef that I'm guessing he's saying looks like uh, Evander Kane. And uh, it was pretty funny uh, back and forth. And uh, I... Evander Kane, I think, responded. Uh, I can't remember exactly what he I said. Hate Ryan Reeves. But yeah, he's literally not a hockey player at all. Uh, Barstool Nate has a running thing of always tweeting out like Ryan Reeves, like when two minutes Ryan played. Came to the Barstool headquarters and <laughs> he said it to his face. He just talked shit right to his face. It was beautiful. What are your thoughts on Ryan Reeves? I don't like him. Nobody does. Good. All right, what next series is St. Louis and Winnipeg? Yeah, this was the one series of all the series that I haven't watched as much as the others. It's always, like, thrown into an 8 o'clock, 8.30 start time, so mm-hmm. it's smushed between, like, the 7 o'clocks, like, when the Penguins are playing, or, like, I've been watching a lot of the Caps games as well, oh. and, and the Bruins series, which has been intriguing. But, uh, yeah, they're in a weird, like, time zone for me, so I haven't watched a lot. I watched the end of some but it's a 2-2 series right now. Uh, Bingington has been really good for the Blues all season long. That's still going on. Uh, the Jets are actually up one nothing right now. That game is live in the first period. 
Yeah, but, with a weird start time again. Yeah, with a weird start time. <laughs> I think it started at 8.30, and it's yeah. just it's strange. But um, the Blues have just been one of those teams who have also identified who they are. They're a lot like the Islanders on the west side. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a bunch of guys who have bought into the system that they're playing right now. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly has been very good. Alex Petrangelo has five points in the series, and I don't know about you guys, but like I thought Petrangelo was you know, old man done for good. I thought yeah. I'd heard the last of him. Um, but the Blues have played really well, and Winnipeg, I think, is playing down to their competition because Winnipeg was my dark horse Stanley Cup winner, and they're, mm-hmm. just, they're playing pretty average right now. Yeah, I would like to see Winnipeg turn around and play a little bit better. Uh, they did have the one six-goal outburst uh, on the road uh, in Game 3, but, yeah, they've been pretty slow. They're, this game or this series has had a couple 2-1 games as well, so uh, I think the, the grinded-out, Slow them down style would definitely benefit St. Louis. So This is definitely the biggest grind series yeah. that we've had. Yeah, it's a big grinder series, but I think Winnipeg has a little bit more uh, star power. you got to love Blake oh, yeah. Wheeler as well. Blake so, Wheeler, Patrick Lining. Yeah, yeah they, got the, they got the star. So if they can turn around, they got two home games as well coming up. So I think I, they'll end up winning. I hope they do. I, would like, I think they would be a much more... Uh, interesting team further in the playoffs than St. Louis yeah, would be. the Blues are a very boring team. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I mentioned that already. <laughs> the Blues have been one of the most boring teams in the NHL for a very long time. Like I said, I haven't watched any West Coast hockey. I don't know. Yeah. Too sleepy. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> Alright, last series we got are the Predators and the Stars. Uh, I watched Game 4 last night, and Dallas gave a big old-fashioned ass blast to the <laughs> Predators. 5-1, to one, a W for the Stars. From what I've seen in this series, the Stars pretty much go as far as their power play and as far as Ben Bishop will take them, because the Predators are a deeper team. They have more experience. Um, Pecorine has been pretty pedestrian, in my opinion, from the games I've watched. He's one of those guys that can turn it on at any moment. Um, but I think the Predators do end up winning this series. But the fact that it's 2-2 and the Stars, you know, snuck into the playoffs is very mm-hmm. interesting to me. Yeah, I uh, I think that the Nashville should come away with this series. And I love Pecorine. I think he's one of the guys that will uh, hunker down, especially after <laughs> getting a five spot on him last night. Pecorine. <laughs> you like the name? I do. Pekka. Yeah, Pekka. I'm I'm a big fan of his. Started him a lot in uh, drafts. He's a big Pekka too. He's like yeah. six foot six. He's huge. He's a huge Pekka. What a Pekka! All right, so that wraps up our Stanley Cup playoffs talk. We're going to be doing more obviously as we go along through the weeks. So that will bring us now to the gritty finish, and of course, one of the biggest things of yesterday was the NFL schedule being released because you can never have enough football. Football. And I just wanted to real quick get your takes on <laughs> all the schedule reveals that were going on last night, all the videos from the uh, team's Twitter accounts. I ours was it. awesome. Uh, what was ours? I didn't see it our was, video. Um, Game of Thrones. Oh, I wouldn't have got it, it cool. then. I mean, it was just like the, the, the noise. Like oh, okay. And like the rocky thing. I don't even mm-hmm. watch Game of Thrones, but I thought it was pretty cool. It was like yes. the opening sequence, yeah. like where okay. they rise up all the stuff, like uh-huh. like Legos, basically. Yeah. Yes. I thought it was cool. Um, but, like the the Falcons Legos. did the same thing. It was really um, cool. Falcons can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved both of the Chargers videos. They did one that was just a bunch of like stock images 
of the like whatever the oh, mascot the was. Yeah, the Bronco and, one was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a cowboy smiling. Yep, and then they uh, for the Chiefs, they always just did a picture of a chef. Yeah, it was a chef. <laughs> they, they couldn't find any Chiefs. Yeah, it would, that would be like not problematic. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and then. Uh, the uh, uh, Chargers one of the Pop-Tarts, Pop-Tarts yeah. was great. It was teams that were there playing as Pop-Tarts. And then they yeah. did uh, one, they, a couple teams responded asking for them to do them, and the Steelers mm-hmm. responded, and they sent back a uh, Pop-Tart mustard with Pop-Tart. mustard on it. And then the, I think the Packers, no, yeah. the Packers the were already Packers on there. Had they had cheese. There was another team that responded, oh, the Jets, and they put a salad inside the Pop-Tart. Yeah, <laughs> wow. yeah, that was really Those funny. were my favorite ones. Yeah, that one was one of my favorites. Another one, the Colts, they kept it very simple. It was like a blank white room, and Andrew Luck just walked in, and his awkward self sat on a bench and read out the schedule. That <laughs> <laughs> was really good. They did that, and then the Steelers did a, a Mr. Rogers neighborhood-themed one, which was pretty good. Yeah, um, Bill Hillgrove. Yeah, Bill Bill Hillgrove did the narration. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed all of them. I thought they were all really funny. Um, there's one that I'm definitely missing, but those were the big ones to hit on. How do you feel about your schedule? That's actually next on the agenda. Yeah. Early thoughts on the Steelers and Redskins schedule. Um, I put it in the group me yesterday. Um, yeah, I'm on top of it, John. Mm-hmm. I got all the talking points. My God, um, I'm a huge fan of playing the Patriots in Week One because the Patriots love to play slapdick for the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. Like they lost to the Lions last year in Week Two, and they got shit on. And they in the year before when they were uh, they won lost their ring, KC. they lost their yeah. first game. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of that. I don't like having to go to New England because then we can't call plays because our, <laughs> our like whole mic system gets yeah, out. Just turn them off. Yeah. So we're gonna have to be on a, on top of it with hand signals. But I really like like we uh, I think we play six or seven playoff teams. We're getting Seattle at home, so we don't have to go to Seattle. I think that's huge. Um, we get the Rams at home as well, so we don't have to go out west for that. We get the Colts at home as well. Do you so. have to play anybody tough on the road? Doing we it? have to play. We have to play the Chargers on the road, which is in their soccer stadium. We actually, our hardest game on the road is going to be New England, because other than that, away we play the Niners, we play the Browns, we play the Bengals, we play the Cardinals, we play the Jets. <laughs> so those are our away games. So I'm a big fan of the schedule and. Like I said, we close out the season with the Browns, the Bengals, the Cardinals, the Bills, the Jets, and the Ravens. I feel very good about the schedule. Not me. Yeah, our schedule sucks. Yeah, our schedule is pretty rough. I was going like, to go 0-5. I was, was oh, yeah, the, the first five games, like, obviously the divisional matchups could go either way. Because we played it. We'll lose to the Eagles week one for sure. I think we could we'll pro- we could beat the Cowboys at we'll home week Dallas. one. We'll we'll split with Dallas, so it's whether we get week two or week seventeen. <laughs> which one uh, you, you take your pick, and then we'll lose to the Bears. I think we should we should beat the Giants both times. I think I think the Giants are not good, and then we're uh, have the Patriots at home, and then the game where everybody is going to be picking. The Redskins is going to be in Week Six against the Dolphins, and, and we're going to get shit house. We're, it's going to be like thirty-five fourteen in Miami. Yeah, that game. I just saw a Redskins writer say that the Redskins are so interested in Dwayne Haskins that they're probably going to trade up for him. 
And cuck, and cuck the Giants. Cuck the Giants, and we win the whole freaking thing. And then we go through a stretch of games, week 7 through week, uh, like, 14, where it's, like, a bunch of teams that could be really good or not very good. So we have San Francisco with, like, a rematch or a grudge match against their coach with uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan, who used to be with Washington. And then we have another grudge match the following week against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. And that's There's so time. many Yeah. There. Like right there back to back. Yeah. And uh, we'll also, we'll be going and uh, guess what? The classic Redskins, they're putting us on primetime after a four day break uh, coming off the 49ers game. So we'll have four days to prepare for Minnesota. And then we go to, Receivers going to shit all over us. And then we go to Buffalo where Josh Allen's going to pass for 350 and run for another 100. And then the Jets are a team that could be, like, good or bad. Like, yeah, I don't really know. And then, yeah, and then Sam Darnold could, could be very improved. The Lions, I think, oh, could James be very improved this year. Yeah, and Crowder, another Dang. revenge game. Yeah, <laughs> Three out of four weeks with a revenge so game. So many revenge games. Oh, Green Bay, Preston Smith. Yeah, I'm getting there. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then we got uh, the Panthers, which I think we'll get a dub against the Panthers just because we always do. I feel like we always play really well against we the Panthers. pull some crap out. And then the... The Preston Smith revenge game. He was talking a lot of shit about the Redskins on Twitter after right, he left. Yeah, we suck. and then uh, and then uh, we finish with Eagles, Cowboys, or Eagles, Giants, Cowboys. So like, I think we could win like four games, or we could win like nine we, games. I think we win six. Six is the Vegas think, one, and I think oh, that's pretty it? accurate. Yeah. That's what yeah. I think we win. I'd say six as well. Yeah. It's, it's a, a it's a it's a fucking rough schedule. There's a lot of revenge why did, games. Why why do we have a tough schedule? We suck. We always have a tough schedule. Well, it doesn't what, matter. Uh, what AFC division are you guys the, playing? The uh, AFC East with the Patriots and Dolphins and. Uh, well, that could have been worse. Yeah. What about Where? the NFC one? Where could have it? Uh, the Bears, Vikings. Uh, so you got the yeah. North. That sucks. I wouldn't want to play the North. But yeah. The Steelers are playing the AFC East this year as well. So yeah. It's not that bad. For you, just you, get, you just get past the Patriots, and then you're fine. No, but see, you guys... The Dolphins are going to be one of the worst teams in football. But see, that's the thing is, you guys that's beat we, we play down that you're supposed to be. We oh, do not. not. Always. <laughs> we always lose to the Raiders, but... The Raiders are going to... The Raiders. They'll watch the floor with you. Why did you... You guys should... How did the NFL not schedule you to play the Raiders this year? Well, it's that's for, a mistake. It's based on a formula. Are they, But they need it. They need, like... We the play M- the Jets. The NBA... The NBA... Always makes the best games on Christmas Day. The NFL should be able to do that. Like we don't even have a good game. We don't even have a Thanksgiving game this year. Yeah, I know. So that's actually awesome. how many primetime games you, do the Redskins yeah, have? Two, just two. Yeah, mm-hmm. third, we have uh, Monday night, like the second Monday night game, I think. Uh, yeah, no, the third. It's like one of the first couple weeks is because it's Monday, the Chicago right? week four. Okay, yeah, 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 week three. Or week or three, Chicago's. and then... Um, and then the Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins Thursday night. The Steelers have five in the first ten weeks, so I'm going to have to stay up and watch football. But the <laughs> Sunday night ones are, like, flexed all the time. Well, in the second half of the yeah. season. We're early on, so we're not going to get flexed. Uh, so once we start turning up and we're, like, 12 yeah. and 0, they're going to be flexing yeah. all the We have a Monday night game oh, yeah. against the Dolphins, and I don't know why that's a Monday night game. Yeah, I'm looking ahead in our schedule. If we're if we're close, definitely one of our Eagles, Giants, or Cowboys games And the Green Bay game, too, maybe. The Green Bay game could get flexed too. Alright, so those are our thoughts on our schedules. Alright, next on the agenda, Tiger Woods wins the Masters while we were in a car driving home from <laughs> Buffalo, but we all got lit. It was hype. And we high-fived each other and had a moment. It was, I, was nice. I was wearing a red shirt. It was so awesome. Was pretty much all like really when nice. I saw the videos when I got home, I almost cried. They were all amazing. Well, I almost had to go to the hospital like twice. <laughs> 
The whenever he For greeted his kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The picture, the picture and picture of him and his dad, and him and his and son, and then him and his son. Yeah, that fucked me up. Tears Grown man tears. Yeah, that that made me feel ways I don't usually feel. <laughs> um, so now the question is, what next? And is Tiger gonna win another major this season? And if not, when will it happen again? Yes, he will win another major this year. I think he gives a good run at the Open Championship over across the pond. They he have, struggles they at the U.S. Open. Favored to win too. Yeah. Well, now like now that the odds makers have been royally fucked mm-hmm. because Tiger won the Masters, they're not going to let that happen again. Nope. Because they've. This is the way it works. You know, you can only go back to the well so many times and collect your free money before you get fucked in the ass. <laughs> yeah. And like Vegas has just been. Here's your Tiger, 20 to 1 odds. Take him, take him. Everybody's picking Tiger. He's mm-hmm. not winning. And now everyone takes Tiger. And what happens? Tiger wins. Tiger's for the people. Mm-hmm. Tiger is for the people. What a guy. Tiger Las is. Vegas had its worst golf day in history when Tiger won the Masters. That is awesome. Rightfully so. It's beautiful. That one $85,000 bet was their worst bet they ever made in the history yeah, of their book. $1.2 million yeah. payout on a single golf bet. Yeah, 14 to 1 for Tiger. 85k. You do love to see it. That would be amazing. I wish I would have went to Charlestown because I would have bet money on Tiger. It would have been a lot. I literally bet money. I picked up. They had a a Tiger prop bet there that I wanted to take so bad and I didn't. And it was just, uh, will Tiger win one of the four majors? And it was like plus. 280 or something like that. It was pretty decent odds. It's crazy that he won that tournament without picking up an eagle. Yeah, four rounds. That's wild. That's well, because mm-hmm. he's playing with Molinari, who doesn't get any birdies either. He just <laughs> hits pars like Matsuyama does. Very boring golfers. Um, but yeah, I think I think Tiger will give the Open Championship a good run. The U.S. Open's a tough course. I don't know if Tiger's got the the precision to hack it because he's a hit driver off the tee type of guy. It might end up being a dude uh, who's a lot more conservative playing. Um, all right, so the next one I have is the draft is coming up, so that means best ball season is starting. In your educated guessing opinion, how many best ball leagues will you join this year? Because last year I joined five, and I know I'm going to join more this year. Yeah, I think I'll probably join about five would be my guess. I was going to say like 20. Really? I feel like I'm going to do, dude, Christ. How do Between you now, keep track of them all. You don't. It doesn't for I know, but, but I'm like, just saying. How do you keep track of draft for? In September, you don't. You just throw it all in there and hope <laughs> you, you win more than 50%. Yeah, you hope you win more than 50. <laughs> so I'm probably going to do like one every other week from the draft until the season starts. So I think that's a, in like $5. And then at the end of the year, you need to look back on when you did all the drafts and see what part of the summer you were the smartest. Yes. <laughs> when I was actually on it. Hopefully yeah. it's closer to draft yeah. day, but we'll see. But you'll see, maybe you might peak in like June, and then you'll know, like, all right, I need to just whatever I think I know in June. Don't overthink through July and August for the regular draft. True, and I definitely want to just cast a wide net. But like the ones that I do right after the draft is just going to be playing the hope they don't get hurt game. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be what I'm going to be doing. I'll nice. win by default. Yep. So. John? Uh, probably five. You need to sign in and actually do your draft. Yeah, do this the draft year. app. Okay. All right. There we go. That's all I need. Didn't even struggle. All right. Uh, quick Game of Thrones fantasy update for the Game of Thrones fans. I'll make this quick. 
But uh, six of us are in a fantasy league here amongst our friends. I'm currently in last. (laughs) But uh, so right now the top scorers are Bernick Dontrington. He has 75 points. Uh, He got 25 for a kill. That was huge. Um, We have Braun, who has 25 points, who you've probably seen memes of on Twitter. He's the kid in the wheelchair who's staring at everyone. (laughs) Uh, Cersei got some sex points for having sex with Euron Greyjoy, who also got sex points. Nice. He has 35. Congrats on the sex. Yeah, Jon Snow Snow has 25. He has 20 for an incest kiss and 5 for his wit. Uh, and then rounding out the top, uh, Sansa Stark has 20 for her wit, and Theon Greyjoy has 20 for violence and killing. So that is your Game of Thrones fantasy update. There's no one else doing this. I'm cornering the market. Um, the next one, the AAF is dead, and Ryan has a ring with an asterisk next to it. We are here to uh, hear your victory speech. Uh, I want to thank... The Orlando Apollos and Garrett Gilbert and Charles Johnson because without those two players, I 100% would not have won. They were, they probably outscored every team if I just would have started those two. They outscored every single and, one of my, yeah. my lineups. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I would just also like to shout out my championship team, the Orlando Apollos. It feels really good to ride another uh, Central Florida championship. The UCF Knights back in uh, 2017 now, and uh, now the Orlando Apollos. So if you want to win a ring, you need to play in Orlando. That's what you want, That's what you need to do. Yeah, RIP the AAF. It was fun while it lasted. Maybe the Magic are next. They're hot. Yeah. That's all you'll get out of the NBA this show. That right there. The Magic. Damn. <laughs> yeah. If you were wondering... We haven't watched much of the playoffs given our Buffalo vacation slash Stanley Cup commitments, uh, but we'll be better. When we were in Buffalo, there was one point where they were showing the post-game show of one of the earlier hockey games when there was the fourth quarter of one of the NBA games was, like, tied. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like... like My kind of town. There was, like, 16 TVs in the room we were in. Every single one of them was on the hockey post-game yeah. show. It was <laughs> Buffalo. It was great. I cried. <laughs> um, quick little blurb here about the NCAA updating the fans. UVA did it. The voice in my head was correct, and I didn't listen to it per usual. And John is buying us wings. Yeah. On account of the Tar Heels losing and Kentucky losing two days after. Yeah, but it was later. <laughs> we lasted longer. So uh, John's buying Yo. us wings. Time out. Fuck Auburn. They shot eighty percent against us from three, and then the rest of the the rest of the tournament they shot less than thirty. I don't care. I want to Auburn. Auburn can fucking Auburn was kind of a wagon though at the end of it. Fuck them. I hate <laughs> them all. You don't like Auburn now? now I don't. No. <laughs> God piss me off. Alright, that uh, concludes our gritty finish. Does anyone have something to add? Yes. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle, my one of my favorite rappers. I was actually very, very, very upset. That's about all I got. That was my cry. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Ryan, you got anything to say um, to the kids? I would say that I would recommend you watch the Our Planet on Netflix if you're bored. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice. There's one scene that I saw last night where a penguin was walking through a just, like, field uh, or just a beach full of seals that 
would eat them. Hmm. And they were just walking through. Hiding no, in they just didn't care at all. They weren't even hiding. There was like 20 of them just walking through. They were like, you know, we could get eaten at any moment, but like, Fuck. we gotta get up there. So, <laughs> oh well. And they, some of them, most of them were fine. But All it right. was crazy. Now, last closing thought I have, I finished Far Cry 5 today, and I didn't like the ending. It took me a year to beat the game because I stopped playing it because of Red Dead and Fortnite. Damn. All right, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> See you next week.